Over the course of my life, I have heard many different descriptions of what a man is, how a man should act, what a man should be able to do, what a man would never do, every type of iteration of what a man is. And when I try to best describe my definition of a man, I think of no particular skill set. A man doesn't need to know how to do this particular thing or that particular thing. A man doesn't need to know how to code. A man doesn't need to know how to do, you know, put in drywall. But a man needs to have skill. A man needs to have a skill set to earn an income. But as far as being able to know how to do this or that, that's irrelevant in my book. There are some underlying fundamentals that I believe every man should know how to do. And I believe that every man should know how to take care of himself. I believe that a man should learn how he is wired. I think a man should know how to identify what triggers him. What triggers him to act in a particular way that is not not the best. But being able to identify your version of a man brings clarity and it brings it removes the fog from knowing how to act now i bring this up because it is important to identify your version of what a man is because if you don't define and understand what your version of a quote unquote man is then there there's going to be other men who project their version of what a man is. And if you fall short of their version of what a man is, then guess what? Then you are going to be feeling inadequate, unworthy. unworthy. You're not going to feel up to par. But guess what? You're just trying to meet another man's version of what a man is. Are you following along? For example, there was a, a time when I, I purchased or I was going to be buying a, a house and my realtor, I should have spoke up then, but I, I didn't. But the house that I ended up buying needed new windows. And so I was, you know, trying to calculate, trying to estimate how much, you know, these windows were, were going to cost. And this realtor said to me, you know, in, in a cocky way, in like a demeaning way, he, he was just like, hey, why don't you do it yourself? And sure, I could do it myself if I wanted to. If I wanted to learn about removing windows, installing them. You know what? There are some men out there who feel that man, a man should know how to install his own house windows. Hey, great. That's their version. It's not something that I have an interest in. If I wanted to learn how to do it, I could 
I could learn, but that's gonna take time and effort. And guess what? I have my own values to fulfill. I have my own desires and I have my own things that I wanna do. And guess what? It doesn't involve installing or removing windows. So that was just one way that that realtor guy was trying to project his version and vision on me on what a, a new homeowner man should should be able to do and I rebuked that I was like you know what I don't know not what no I'm not going to be installing these windows I just uh, I'm gonna leave that to the pros you know what a man should know or you know a man in his simplest form is just gonna get the job done if I didn't have the money to pay for new windows, I could either A, learn how to do it myself, B, not buy new windows and just let them be, and both of those options are fine. Either way you want to go is, is the right answer. But I saw the need for new windows. I had the money to deploy a professional to install the windows and now they're done correctly and I didn't have to invest in the tools I, I didn't have to invest the time and yada yada all that crap so um, there there were some situations and circumstances when I did try to you know learn a manly skill or a manly trade and yada yada but, um, for example, uh, going back to the house, there was some landscaping that needed to be done. There was a bunch of things that needed to be done, and I did a lot of it. And I'm grateful that I did do it because, one, I learned that I don't like doing those things. I learned that I was capable of learning how to do those tasks, how to... You know, for example, how to um, lay down some wood flooring, how to do all of the other miscellaneous things, how to, you know, how to do the trimming, how to install new doors, etc., etc., all, all that stuff. But then there were some bigger jobs, like I, I needed to get a an air conditioning unit. And if you are proficient and understand and the installing of these AC units is easy for you. You might look down upon someone who doesn't want to learn or doesn't need to learn how to install a, an, an AC unit. But for me, once again, I want to leave that up to the pros. I don't want to have to learn how to do all that. But guess what? I can either A, live in a house with no AC, which is not really feasible because where I live, during the summer, it'll get 115, 116 degrees. With single pane windows, I don't know how those people did it, who owned it, who owned the house before me, but they did. Maybe they just lived in their bathtub for the entire summer. I don't know. But going back to the initial, um, the initial topic is that 
I, I believe that a man just needs to know how to get the job done. A man can go with or without something. And if you want something, you can learn how to get it. Or you can pay someone to get it for you. You don't need to have, you don't need to know how to do anything other than get the job done. And when you do try to live up to someone else's expectation of what a man is, then that's when you invite a lot of frustration, confusion, a lot of uh, not knowing what the hell you're doing. Like, man, I just wasted a bunch of time trying to live up to this other person's standard. When in actuality, you know, a lot of people... They will project what they believe onto someone else because they feel that that is right. And it's alright to have your own personal beliefs and values. But when you try to measure a man by the things that they can or can't do. And the things that you can or can't do. I think that that can be a little bit misleading. I believe that. As I've mentioned before that a man will take care of himself. A man steps up to the plate of his own personal health and well-being. A man continually strives to learn from his mistakes. A man is able to contribute, produce, provide, protect... Also, I believe that a man sets a good example. A man will teach someone else who doesn't know how to do something. A man is a role model. A man will... A man... If a man is a engineer... You know, like doing computer stuff and coding. In that world, with the other engineers, you know, you might be able to judge the 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 other engineers on how proficient they are in computer coding or how well they are able to do a job. You can you can judge, you know, a man by the quality of work that he does. Because after all, when you are given a job, hey, what's a man do? A man gets the job done. A man doesn't half-ass anything. If you are a, a plumber and, you know, these, these plumbing systems that you're setting up, they're all leaking and, you know, things aren't working how they're supposed to, then man, you're supposed to get it, get the job done. You are not the man for the job. Get it done. And as it pertains to our financial our financial responsibilities, once again, a man gets the job done. You have some money in the bank to get the things that you need to grow, to thrive, to survive. You know, a a healthy, evolved 
well-regulated man is going to be able to, you know, loan instead of borrow. A, a responsible man is going to, you know, sock away a few shekels from every paycheck to save, to invest. And in the end, a, a man in the simplest form gets the job done. So one thing that I would encourage you to do is identify your best version of what a man is. And then like Marcus Aurelius said, let's no longer debate about what a good man is. Be one. I, when I first heard that quote, that was a that was a that was a moment. Because, man, yeah, we can debate about it all day. But it, at the end, don't talk about it. Just just go out and be one. Go out and be a good man. We know intrinsically what good and what bad is. We know when we're falling short. And a good man is going to recognize when he's falling short. He's going to recognize when he's not shining as bright. And he's going to recognize... How his actions are hurting not only himself, but the others that count on him. Because, hey, a good man has people counting on him. And they're counting on him for much more than just money. They count on him for a plethora of things. For protection. For for guidance. For their knowledge to be able to guide. And when we're not even guiding ourselves correctly, hey, once again, we're not getting the job done. So let's get it done. There was a point when when my son was starting to participate in, in sports. And... You know, I gravitated towards a a a collection of dads, and we all traded numbers, and we were in some group chat. And um, you know, the the text in that group chat they, they started off harmless, and then it slowly progressed into you know childish childish text, childish memes. You know, essentially there was you know. Some some pornos, some pornographic images being sent back and forth, and I never, I was like, man, what what are we doing? You know, we all had wives, we all had daughters, we all had kids, and I'm like, man, what am I supposed to do with this image? Are, are we supposed to get together and I don't know, um, jerk off together? Is that is that the table that's being set? We're all gonna get together and jerk off to these pictures? So. I thought that that was immature, childish, and which is going to lead me to this quote because in my ideal of a evolved man is that we don't we no longer do the childish things that we did in our youth. And Corinthians, the uh, First Corinthians thirteen eleven uh, says, "When I was a child." I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. 
But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Man, that, that's, that is a powerful quote. I love a good quote. A well-perfectly timed arrangement of words that are meticulously thought of. And arranged and they just set something off within you. For example, from Letters of a Stoic by Seneca. Seneca writes, Count your years and you will be ashamed to desire and pursue the same things you desired in your boyhood days. Of this one thing, make sure against your dying day, let your faults die before you die. Once again, that resonated with me because Seneca is reaching out from the grave. This man was alive 2,000 years ago, but his words continue to still grab people by the collars of their shirts and say, hey, look at yourself. Look at this. I am one of the fathers of philosophy. Count your years, he says. Essentially, he's saying, man, you are old. Look at yourself. You're still doing the same stuff. He says, count your years and you will be ashamed to, de- to desire and pursue the same things you desired in your boyhood days. So let me ask you this question. What are you still desiring that you did in your boyhood days? What are you still pursuing that you did as a child? Hey, and I didn't say this next thing. Seneca said it. Seneca said, um, you will be ashamed. You will be ashamed to desire those same things that you did in your boyhood days. So here we are. You know what? Even back then, there was grown-ass men doing childish things. How weird is that? That is called the human condition. And unless we reflect, we look upon our lives, we see what we are doing, we analyze our habits. And if it's the same stuff that you have been doing since you were a teenager, I don't know. I think you might have some growing up to do. You know what? I have some growing up to do because I'm, I'm a work in progress. I'm never finished I get to the to the top of one mountain, and then guess what? I see a whole new mountain range. Because when we look at ourselves and we ask the questions of why, not the surface level why, but when we get down to, to the roots, when we dig, when we bring in the excavators and we go hard, the deepest questions will provide the most profound answers. And those profound answers will lead to the most meaningful transformations. And we can end it right there. Until next time, let's look at our lives and analyze what we're doing, why we're doing it. Get clarity on what your ideal version of a man is. Let's let, let's identify the su- superfluous and the unnecessary and let's focus on the vital and important. And until next time, 
onward, always onward.